So anyways, we are very excited. Actually, it could be that we have the incomparable, hilarious. She's an actress. She's a comedian. She's a musician. Who is it? How many words can I say? Yeah. Julie Goldman, who, thanks to the Seattle lesbian, is going to be coming up to the Northwest to Seattle proper itself to celebrate Women's Pride. That's going to be on June 19th. We, of course, are we're going to talk to her. We're huge fans of her work. She cracks me up when I saw that she was on People's Couch. I basically just watched it constantly. Um, but we are thrilled to welcome to Outspoken, the incomparable Julie Goldman. Julie, are you there? I am. <gasps> She's here. Yay! It's real. We love hey. it. We've been so excited for this. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me on your show. Oh. It is like our pleasure. pleasure. You don't even know. We we Mm -hmm. beg a lot, so figure eventually. (laughs) (laughs) But we want. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I love it. Oh, good. Well, you're coming up our direction. Very soon. You are headlighting Seattle Women's Pride. You get to be the queen of all women for a night. (laughs) Oh, I mean, again, what a dream come true. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) tell us about touring and, and. you know, representing basically the Seattle lesbian, since the Seattle lesbian is putting this on. Uh, <laughs> coming from California, have you been in Seattle before and performed? I have been to Seattle before. I've performed a few times um, at Big Ross Jackson uh, a couple times. And then I performed at, God, I can't remember the name of it, it was something off Broadway. or Ju- Julia's on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, it there. That's an amazing place. Fun. I mean, I love coming to Seattle. The mm-hmm. audiences are great. The people are awesome. It's fun. Food's good. The weather is perfect. Even exactly. though it rains, I don't mind. It stays cool, which is my fave. And right. um, it's just a lot of fun. I just really like coming to Seattle. You know what? You're right. Seattle is the best. Why don't you just go and stay there? I mean, we'd yeah, love we'll to have you there forever. You. <laughs> you know, it's okay. I, deal. And that wasn't a creepy statement at all. No. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Right. But tell us, is there a difference between I like to because we're uh, we, of course, love uh, Sarah Tochi, who is the the chief in charge of the Seattle lesbian over there. Is there a difference between the scene down where you are in California and up here in the great northwest? Um, first of all, she's awesome. And the fact that she puts this on and she pulls things together and just right. makes things happen. And she's super, you know, just making things happen. I love that she just like. She asked me to do the show and was like, we're doing this thing, and I don't know, and we don't know how it's going to go, and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, like, uh, her her work ethic and the press releases and the promotion, she mm-hmm. just worked her ass off and it's awful. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I can't say there's a huge difference in the audiences that I have experienced so far. I think in L.A. specific, it's just a very specific kind of audience because everyone's in the business. Right, so right. So there is that going on here but at the same time this is sort of like new york where everybody's transplanted and from somewhere else right but i think that in seattle um since people it's just a, a normal cross-section of normal people that right. it's people just regular and fun and out to have a good time and aren't so judge judgmental and um you know and they're just rocking it see and that's how it should be and, and yeah. let's let's rewind way back because you're actually from the other coast you are out over uh, from Boston area, is that correct? Yes, I'm originally from Boston. Then I lived in New York for quite a few years, and then I moved out here about six years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, definitely in my blood is East Coast. 
I mean, I'm like super, I'm just like, I'm not laid, very laid back. I'm neurotic. <laughs> I like things to keep moving. Right. Um, and I will say that out in the West Coast, and I think Pacific Northwest too, there's definitely like a slower vibe. Which I'm still trying to get accustomed to. That's amazing. You know, we like you the way that you are. Yeah, you're on the right show. That's amazing. Talk about, there's a reason we call it a hot mess here. Now, (laughs) Julie, you started doing comedy at 15, a very, you know, kind of young age for getting into the scene. Talk to us about how that experience emerged, how you got the opportunity, and what was it like to be on stage that early? Um, At the time... I mean, obviously, at the time, I was like, it was like a dream come true. Right. That's no. all I wanted to do. And I, uh, to do five minutes at the Comedy Connection was like, I thought I was, you know, I thought I was a goddamn superstar. It was incredible. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm, I'm doing five minutes at the Comedy Connection in Boston. And this comedian named Tony V put me up. And I'll never really forget him for that because he was so generous to do that. I mean, the fact that he put a 15-year-old on stage was, right. could have been a big problem um and uh it was great you know it was exciting and weird and different and a dream come true for me at the time and then as i got older and got into this more and more uh i realized i should have gone to medical school (laughs) 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 what was i thinking yeah right right, why i thought being in a dirty disgusting sexist club was a dream come true? I yeah. don't know. Uh, right. <laughs> and it's gotten so much better, right? No. <laughs> so much better. So much better. Oh, it's so much better. Uh-huh. So we are obsessed, of course. I mean, I know the show's been over a while, but let's just face it. I discovered you when I saw the first episode of The Big Gay Sketch Show. Oh, and yeah. Yep. oh yeah, and obviously I was I was obsessed with all of you. You know, we love Johnny. He's he's been so oh, wonderful Johnny. and been on. Mm-hmm. And of course, Stephen Greeno is is constantly on the show. Uh, you all had this just fun chemistry. My favorite character in the world is your version of Liza Minnelli. Oh <laughs> yeah, just the best. I could just watch <laughs> clips of that all the time. Can you talk to us about how that process was? How you uh, auditioned for Rosie? How you got what that was like for you? Um, basically, uh, to be honest, I can't exactly remember the very, very, the, the, the first part. Like, I can't right. remember how we found out about the show. I had an agent, somehow found out about the show. I met with them early on to be a writer, right? Oh, okay. Even before they were casting it, I met with them to be a writer. And, you know, I had lied my way into that, like, severely. I right, of course, anything. yeah. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> they, they hired me because I think they wanted a lesbian. <laughs> on the writing staff, I got in on that, way in over my head, whatever, trying my best. Rosie comes in. She doesn't know what the show is. No one knows what the show is. <laughs> it's basically a bunch of blind assholes reading a bunch of blind assholes. And then uh, they cast the show. I was like, I want to be, I want I want to audition for the show. I want to be in the show. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to be on the writing staff because I can't do this. <laughs> and then um, I did... We auditioned about four times, and basically you went audition for a casting director. You went and called back for the casting director, then called back for the producers, then called back for Rosie. And it was Rosie, Amanda Burst, the director. The, they had hired a head writer and the other producers and stuff, and you went into a room and you did your characters, and, and that was it. I think we improv a little bit, too. Yeah. And then um, I got cast, and it was amazing, and 
you know, obviously that was a dream come true show. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. That, that I just, it. yeah, I just wanted it to, to last forever, as I know many of the fans did. How did you come up with, what was the process for you to come up with characters? I mean, specifically because, you know, it's all about what I think. Uh, <laughs> Liza Minnelli. How do you come up with those, those kind of characters? The Super Liza was a created by writers. So oh, really? The Super Liza character I did not bring to the table. That was a created by Jackie Clark and Julie Klausner, mm-hmm. who were writing partners on the show. Mm-hmm. And I think they wrote the sketch, and then they tried to figure out who could play Liza. Right. And I, we all, a few of us just sort of threw our impressions in or whatever, yeah. and I got to do it. Yeah. And um, I, I know, honestly, I never... You know, the funny thing is, the guy, that, that was second season, I think, of Super Liza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first season, I did, like, all, like, lesbian characters. Yes. It was just, like, all dyke, 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 yes. dyke, 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 dyke. And then yeah. I remember at the end of the first season, we had a rap party, and the president of Logo at the time was like, you know, we really, we weren't sure about you. Oh, no, it was the second season, because after I did Liza. So he was like, we weren't sure about you, but you really are able to, were able to play some of these women. We were surprised. I was like, yeah. I'm a woman! <laughs> You're like, I swear. Guys, come on. Come on. I swear I'm a lady. Believe yeah. it or not, I can uh, play women. Uh, <laughs> what do you want from me? Yeah. Because so, uh, I got to do Mariah Carey, I got to do Liza, right, right. I got to do Christy Alley. You yes. know, I was like, I can do these things. I'm an actor and a comedian, right. and I'm a woman! So... <laughs> Um, but Liza was super fun, and I watched her on um, Larry King. Yeah. That that impression was direct from her interview <laughs> with Larry King. That one where she was crazy and laughing yes. about God knows what and yeah. being insane. That's where that my take on her came from. I love that. I love you know the character development, but I really that show had a lot of chemistry in it between all of you participating. I mean. The chemistry on the the film was great, but was that the same behind the scene? I mean, I know that you have been on uh, Johnny McGovern's podcast and uh, a lot of things with him. Was the chemistry what it seemed to be for the viewers? Um, yeah, I mean, that stuff was definitely, we all became, I think, pretty tight. And yeah. that chemistry was definitely real, and we hung out, and people created bonds, and we all had a really good time together. And I had known Johnny from before. Johnny and I came up around the same time in New York and we were in the same scene and circled together. And since the show, we became really, really close. And I, we do the podcast all the time now and do all whatever with him. I'll do anything with him. I know you were so, in the, I remember the gayest of all time video. I was so excited because yeah. there you were in that. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like my Where's Waldo in the world. I love I, yeah. seeing you. I love- popping up <laughs> well and speaking of so then this this oddly kind of concept show on bravo comes up and it's yeah. people on their couches watching the shows everybody's watching but the camera's on them and all of a sudden i see there's julie goldman again hilarious <laughs> as always with uh one of your partners in crime that you work with how did yep. that come about and how do you sell how did they sell to you this concept which is kind of different um, well, first of all, at this point, it's like beggars can't be choosers. So do you want to do this TV show? Yes. Yeah, okay, what is it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. If they didn't yeah. sell anything, oh, okay, I can get a job, great. Yeah. Well, but then, of course, it's like, oh, I get to sit with my best friend, who's also my writing partner, and like all this stuff. And what we do in our downtime is actually sit and watch TV and talk shit anyway. <laughs> 
And great. Oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> so the, uh, Brandy Howard is my co-star and actual best friend's life and writing partner and all that shit. And we sit at her house, and we we got to do this show, and it's been nothing but fun. We love it. We could do it forever. I mean, you guys are could go on forever. We'd be thrilled. We we really love doing it. You all are hilarious, and your dogs are just the best <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Especially those your are, dogs. Those really are funny. our real dogs. The two tiny ones are hers, and the Aww. one bigger chihuahua is mine. Uh, <laughs> and I love it because they match you guys as well. So. They, Thank you. Yours is getting into trouble. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yes, and that's fun. Now, is there another season coming up uh, that we're going to see you on on The People's Couch? We do believe there is. Um, I think we're not, we can't officially say, but uh, I may have heard unofficially that we may be coming back in the fall. Unofficially, I I also heard unofficially just the other day, so I'm thinking maybe it's true. Because if the little people have heard, then I'm thinking someone leaked it. I I think it's true. And I think what's going to happen, and people really need to tune in, is Bravo's going to basically use this last season as a test to see if they'll order, um, continue to have the episodes. The cool thing about the show is that it never actually has a season. Right, So the show can live on and on. I mean, you you know, you can't necessarily, well, you could, you could watch past episodes, it's right. all evergreen. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But there's no there's no story arc. You can the show exists as long as television exists, so exactly. it never needs to end. So well, they can continue doing it as long as people watch it. Well, and I think what's fascinating, I think, is what's fascinating to viewers and why we all tuned in was it's exactly what we do at home. Right. Yeah, except we get to watch people who are probably funnier than us. So it's <laughs> it has it it has it all. Now tell us. You have other projects. I know, uh, you know, always working. Tell us what you're... So are there any projects in the works beyond that show that you're doing? Or are you just touring just like crazy? Uh, Brandy and I are working and trying to sell different pilots. And she and I are working with the um, production company. We Brandy and I worked recently on a show in Oxygen called Funny Girls as writer-producers. Uh-huh. And the show is... I think it's just the last episode I think just aired, but the, the production company for that show is the, we're developing a show with them and we're going to try and see if that can go anywhere and work on trying to get our script sold and or, you know, just keep that stuff going on. And mm-hmm. while we're doing that, I'll just continue to get on the road and do stand-up. I mean, see, basically awesome. until, until either we sell a show or I can get cast as a series regular on a sitcom, I'm going to keep on hustling away. That's what it's about. That's, always making well, the money. Well, I have to say, something I always say is, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to see people before they're too busy, really, to do stand-up. And so I have to tell everybody who's listening, if you are in Seattle on June 19th, or you're anywhere where Julie Goldman is, I think, because I've watched a lot of your YouTube live, because I love seeing live stuff, so I'm really excited to see you in, in Seattle. Um, okay. So go see Julie before she gets too busy to do stand-up for a while you know you're, you look at what ellen did great i saw her in seattle and and now she can't do it she just got too much going on i hope the same for you but i hope i see you first oh thanks yeah i hope the same for me too <laughs> right <laughs> exactly i know it's crazy like that we're just glad that we get to get we're guests at seattle women's pride and they haven't noticed that we're not women yet yeah so we understand <laughs> how you feel about they're like oh you're a woman 
we'll, we're passable. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, we'll. We're passable. Well, and you know, for an event like that, it's like, let's all, let's all go and celebrate women. Like, mm-hmm. everyone should go and mm-hmm. have fun. And it's a party. And with gay stuff, you know how we do. Right, sort exactly. Everyone comes, and we all we're all there to celebrate everybody, and we like have a all, a great time. Yeah. Now, where can our listeners go to see? Do you have a website they can go to to see what what you're up to? Where would you send I, them? I basically just use Facebook now. Awesome. I like to get rid of like I don't even do. I can't. I'm so lazy that I can't <laughs> have people a website. Like, oh, it's so much work. So I know. Oh, us too. We just hired a producer. Just yeah, to do we're it just for like us. oh, you, you know, yeah, <laughs> we're right there. Yeah, I should. I someday I hope I can hire someone just to run my life. Yeah, I um, uh, I hear that's called I, marriage. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Just go on Facebook. I always put my schedule up and where I'm going to be and my next shows and where you can see me on TV or wherever live. So Facebook is the best way to do it um, to follow me. Well, we're awesome. definitely going to put that up on our Facebook page and get people there because yes. we're going to pack that house in Seattle. We really will. Now, before we let you go today, can we get you to do one quick thing? Uh, we collect sound bites from all of our guests, you know, so that your yeah. your legend can live on, right. so to speak. Could you say, hi, this is Julie. Thanks for listening to Outspoken. Wait, use your last name or they yeah. won't. That, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you don't want me to say Hi, this is Julie. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who's Julie? I like it. Three different names. <laughs> <laughs> like, is right. Whoever, whoever you want. See, I love you know. They're all women's names though, so you know we get credit for that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you want me to say, hey, this is Julie Goldman, and you're listening to Outspoken. Yeah, yes. whenever you're ready. Okay, ready. Three, two, one, action. Hey, this is Julie Goldman, and you're listening to Outspoken. Awesome. That was perfect. That was perfect. We love you so much, and we're we're horrible stalkers, so one day we're going to get in the same room with you and Johnny McGovern, and we're just going to uh, have a good old time. That would be amazing. You know what? Maybe after Women's Pride, right. what we need to do is uh, me and Johnny need to get a double bill together and come out and put up a show. Um, please. You and just, thank you. You just talk to the right people. We will help you make this happen, because that would be amazing. All right. We're, that's what we're doing. That's that's next. That's next year. I love it. I love it. Done deal. Look for us in Seattle. We definitely want to say hi. And thank you so much for taking time on a Sunday to fit us oh, in. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for talking to me. And make sure you guys come find me. I don't know what you look like. You no. Oh, come find that's me right. And say hello. <laughs> we will. That's we'll right. carry big posters of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. <laughs> okay, you have a great Sunday. Thank you, Julie. All right. You too. Talk to you later. Oh, bye. bye. bye.